Hello there, and welcome to a special bonus episode of Yes Law, the Lyrical Dive into Anderson Pack's discography. Now, I've taken some more time off, because, again, just need some time myself, but um, I'm back at it, um, and I've figured out a formula that probably will help me have this happen less often. Um, I'm not going to reveal it yet because i'm still i'm still gonna get through season three the same way but season four starting on season four things will change so for my comeback episode i could have just finished my smile petty episode because i had actually already started that before going on my other break but um i just felt like i wanted to do something special for that now i could have easily done um the new songs lockdown or uh cut them in but i feel like those might be on different albums and especially with lockdown i'll probably have a lot to say about that but um i'm just gonna save it for whatever season album they're on if they're not on any uh albums and i'll just do a bon- bonus episodes like i did for the bubbling but I've decided that the bonus episode I'm going to be talking about is the song All Bad, the his recent collaboration with Nas, which actually just dropped uh, as I'm recording this yesterday. Um, and Nas is a pretty big name. I probably won't really have another big opportunity to cover the song like this. So what the hell? Why not? Um, so this is Nas featuring Anderson Pack and Hit Boy, and this is Pack's second collaboration with each artist. Technically, it, well, it's technically Nas's first collab with him, but um, they actually were on the same song a couple years ago, um, "The Ghetto," which also had the game and "Will I Am" from Documentary Two Point Five. Anderson Pack was leading the choir in the outro, and Hit Boy, that song "Cut Him In," actually just released. Hit Boy produced that. Um, and it's the eighth song on King's Disease, which I'm gonna say, um, like, don't get me wrong, it's a damn good album, it's one of my favorites to come out this year, but that feature list, like, that was something else, like, obviously, seeing Anderson got me excited, but also, uh, Big Sean, Don Tolliver on a song, uh, The Firm, Back Together Again, and also seeing Fivio Foreign and Lil Dirk on there, just, yeah, a lot of emotions going into this album, mainly just what am I going to get into and how is this going to sound. I mean, I was confident because it's Nas, and with this song, I was also confident because it's Nas and Anderson Pack, and Anderson Pack's one of those people that can kind of, like, make a good song with everyone, you know what I'm saying? Like, but, um, yeah, he, um, this is the eighth song on the album, and... Yeah, that's all I have to say, so let's finally start getting into it here. So Nas starts this song off with a quick intro saying, To all the ones I loved across the world, uh uh-huh, it was all good till it went bad. Nas is describing how good things are with women until they start to go south, which is when the good times end up going away, which always is a sad thing to happen. We've made it to the chorus now, which is mostly performed by Anderson, but actually does have a bit of Nas coming in. It starts with Anderson singing, It's All Bad. The song is implying that at this moment, things are no longer 
the um, good and the uh, relationship is over. And then Nas says it was all good till she went bad. Nas is saying that it was her that is the reason that things aren't like what they were before and she kind of made things bad. Damn, I hate to take a loss. Damn, it hurts to take a loss. That's Anderson describing the pain of losing someone close to you. And this chorus is repeated again. And then we get into the actual um, rapping of the song with Nas's first verse. Nas begins his verse by rapping. Time passes by. I'm asking why. You match my fly. No cap, no lie. As time goes on, Nas is thinking about why this couldn't work and they were so compatible together. However, something just was not working right. Trophy arm candy, but I'm better without it. It's a, du- it's a dub, my love, but I gotta reroute it. While there may be some benefits to this, he is better steering clear of her. It's a lorry, it's loaded. I hope I can see all the modes. For sure she makes a fool out of me, I know should know could the molder love is a game of trust if both sides aren't working right it won't work he's hoping to figure out if he can really trust her or not he mentions that he's older which implies both his experience in the game and how smart he should be compared to her as well as an existence of a noticeable age gap wasn't meant for me fuck it we ain't agree on no subject Nas finally reveals one of the reasons that they could not make it work they really never agreed on anything, which all could lead to arguments and which could kind of build an unhealthy relationship as well as kind of like a pointless relationship. Because like if two people can't really come to terms on anything, then what's the point? We looked good together when we was out in the public. Used to brighten my day. Had me hype as a kid. There was a time where their relationship was wonderful and they didn't have a functional relationship. In which they were both, or at least he was, happy. Um, And then Nas continues his verse by rapping. Well, these are the last couple bars of the verse. First, good morning, good night. Now she leaves me on red. I'm disappointed. It's different chicks who want it. Can't lie for a minute. I was stuck to my stomach. Everything was going so well. Now all of a sudden she started ignoring him. He's confused and upset by this, understandably, because... It seemed great, and he does not know what happened or what he did to cause this. After Nas's first verse, we get into a bridge which is performed by Anderson. He starts by saying, you need to stop, breathe, think, before you say the wrong thing. Anderson opens his bridge with a method, think before you speak, because if you say one wrong thing, it could screw anything and everything up. And I wish I could say the night but I feel some type of way about it. He would like to spend the night with her, but he feels something wrong about it, like something's off or something like that. I've been staying up late, thinking about this day, and I wish I could stay the night, but I feel some type of way about it. I, uh, he's been excited for this day with her, but he feels some level of disappointment that something might be wrong. So after this bridge, we're introduced with, well, the chorus again, but... This time, Nas isn't on it. It's completely all Anderson Pack, With a few changes, obviously, because Nas... Like, Anderson replaces what Nas is saying at a few points. So, it starts with, it's all bad. 
I think I might just have to fight all back, fall back. He's been pursuing this girl, but now he is feeling that it won't work and is going to abandon mission. And then he continues with the same lines. Damn it, I hurt to take a loss. Damn it, it hurts to take a loss. It's all bad. And then he replaces Nas's other line with, You got some problem that I just can't solve. No, no, no. She has revealed another side of herself to him, but he is unable to live with that about her. And then, damn, I hurt to take a loss. Damn, I hurt to take a loss. That's same as it was before. There are some times when Anderson will just sing a hook. Like, for example, uh, recently on his collaboration with the game Sandless, he only sang the hook. Whereas other times he'll drop a verse, like in the recent Eminem collaboration, Lock It Up. So it would have been fair to assume that either one could happen. And, like, considering how melodic it is, it wouldn't have been surprising if Anderson just performed the hook. But he actually does have a verse here. And he starts with, I don't love you, girl, that's far from true. Who even took you to the barbecue. That should show how much I fuck with you. Anderson has feeling for this girl. He, a vegan, took her on a date to a barbecue, which shows his appreciation for her. I know I gotta make the choice shit is overdue. I had to let you off. I had to take a loss. I might have to take a loss, take a loss. He is thinking about breaking up with her. He understands he has to make a choice because the longer he waits, the uh, more it will hurt. I kind of feel... I kind of like it when I'm far from you lately. I'm kind of fed up with the bullshit you do. He has realized he is happier without her and her problems are just too much for him. And while this is a shorter verse, um, it's still a verse. And yeah, that is pretty much it for his verse. He performs his bridge again and then Nas comes in with the third verse's song. Nas's second verse starts with him rapping. Yeah, since guests were spotted on my denim pockets and my wave grease with the maze geeks and freeze fly chicks, where they stood, I never lost a step to stay splashing. Guest was a popular clothing brand, nobly worn by the late prodigy and pretty much popular throughout Queensbridge. This clothing, combined with his moisturized hair, was enough to make these girls all over him. Not one of these just got money, not knowing how to act. So, these girls are not only broke, but they are also the type of people that he would not want to be around. New to these bad ones, I was on fly chicks in junior high. Beautiful fly girls caught my eye. He's changing it up. He's never really been interested in the bad types of women. He prefers more fly ones. Taking down some of the girls Drake and Future took down. This reaffirms Drake's fondness of young girls. Drake and Future are 33 and 36 respectively, while Nas is 46. Which is kind of surprising given how long he's been in the game. Like, you might expect him to be a little bit older. But, like, well, like, I guess, like, seeing that... Okay, I'm... Like, I guess it makes sense for his age, considering, like, 18... Well, even then, like, 18 is still young to have dropped your debut album in... Uh, well, nowadays, not really, but, like, back in 94, it was kind of young. Now, it's people fucking doing shit at 16. Um, but the point being, the fact that he's younger than Eminem is just fucking crazy to me. But, like, point being is that he's more interested in girls their age, Drake and Future's age, rather than his own. But I got no time for juvenile throwing tantrums. Texting me that they hate my one word answers. Here's two. Call me. This is you stalling. 
he does not want girls who complain about small things so he wants her to call her because they need to talk about this and then he ends his verse with um guess we through you ignore me days go by missing you be the words play the game who gonna hit it first checking my yacht master pock blaster wonder why they call you bitch empty shot glasses scrolling through the scrolling back on the thread nice things you once had looking look at us now it's all bad so he does eventually decide to take initiative and break up with her. He's waiting for a possible text back that she wants to talk to him, even though it's face it, he's probably never going to get it. Yachtmaster, Yachtmaster is a type of Rolex watch. He's checking and seeing more time go by without her. Wonder why they call you bitch is a reference to the Tupac song of the same name, and he's been drinking to help him heal this. He's reminiscing of the good relationship that they once had that is now gone. And then after this, we do get another chorus, which is the solo Anderson version. Nas isn't providing additional bars, just Anderson. But he also performs, Anderson performs a quick outro to the song. Anderson's outro is just two lines long. Damn, I love it when you talk to me crazy, but who the fuck you think you're talking to? These last two lines display Anderson's conflictions. On one end, he likes the way she talks to him. On the other, he sees it as disrespectful. This could be a metaphor for his feelings for her in general. On one end, he really likes her, but it's the stuff that she does that is just driving him away. And yeah, that's pretty much all I had to say about it. I can't really go too, too deep into just two lines that are thrown to the end of the song. So yeah, that's all bad. And now it's time to do my conclusions. All bad depicts relationships gone sour from both Nas's and Anderson's points of view. The song described their initial healthy relationship followed by the artist breaking up with a significant other after realizing it would be better to do so. They also are conflicting thoughts of both parties wondering what they want. The song is um, speculated to be about Nicki Minaj who Nas has had a short relationship he hasn't really spoken about like the bo- broke up and people are thinking the first time he's addressing it um and yeah so thank you guys for listening um i know like i'm gonna try and do less breaks even though i'm kind of not gonna be able to make another episode for the next like week but after that i'm gonna be on my fucking grind i already started the i think i already completed smile but i gotta still do petty um so there's that and then all the rest of Oxford and shit like that and then more shit to look forward to so yeah i'm glad to be back uh glad to be doing this again and i guess i will catch you guys next time take care guys